Hello and welcome back to West Bank Bible Church Podcast. I'm Dave. Today we'll be doing Lesson 41 in the Book of Daniel, if you're following along in the outline. But before we begin, as is our custom, let's remember 1 John 1, 9, as may or may not be necessary. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the grace provided in 1 John 1, 9, and we thank for the word you provided today please make it real manna to our soul metabolized into bible doctrine in jesus name i pray amen last week we finished teaching the doctrine of anger and taught daniel chapter 3 verses 14 15 and 16 and instead of doing a review of daniel 3 7 through 3.16, we're going to keep moving forward. Now let's look at the answer so readily proffered in Daniel 3.17. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. And, tell me if anybody recognized this guy's voice. Pastor Merritt, take it away. Okay, David, as a principle, Abel, as David has taught us, is a fiel participle of Yakal, and deliver is the fiel infinitive of Shavava. The fiel, recall, is an intensive stem. The phrase he is able to deliver us refers to God's sovereignty and omniscience. Excuse me, how about omnipotence, which also has an omniscient characteristic, that God is sovereign and omnipotent is without question. Let's look at these two essences. First of all, sovereignty. God has supreme volition. He has always been supreme and all-powerful, ruler over all things. In fact, there is no higher power or higher volition. All things are subject unto him. Everything falls under the permissive will of God. God desires the best for us because of our volition and imperfect choices. He provides less than the best, but perfect. God is sovereign, and there come a time at the Second Advent, when the Father will say to the Son, Now is your time. Implement Operation Footstool. Until then, however, the Lord laughs from heaven. And how serious man considers himself or herself. 
do the nations, let's look at the psalm, by the way, that makes this point. Psalm 2, 1, 2 through 4. Why do the nations conspire and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers gather together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Let us break their chains, they say to one another, and throw off their fetters. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Then in Psalm 100, verse 3, Know the Lord is God. It is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Now let's take a look at Psalm 104, beginning verse 17. There the birds make their nest. The stork has its home in the pine trees. The high mountains belong to the wild goats. The crags are a refuge for the conies. Conies are animals and birds seeking shelter. The moon marks off the seasons and the sun knows when to go down. You bring darkness, it becomes night, and all the beasts of the forest prowl. The lions roar, for their prey becomes nigh. And all the beasts of the forest prowl, The sun rises and they steal away and they return and lie down in their dens. Then man goes out to his work, to his labor until evening. How many are your works, O Lord, in wisdom who made them all? The earth is full of your creatures. There is the sea, vast and spacious, teeming with creatures beyond number, living things, both large and small. There are the ships that go to and fro, and the Leviathan, which you formed to frolic there. These all look to you to give them their food at the proper time, and then you give it to them. They gather it up when you open your hand, and they are satisfied with good things. When you hide your face, they are terrified, and you take away their breath, They die and return to the dust. When you send your spirit, they are created. 
and you renew the face of the earth. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works. He who looks at the earth and it trembles, who touches the mountains and they smoke, I will sing to the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. May my meditation be blessing and pleasing to him as I rejoice in the Lord. But it may, but may sinners vanish from the earth and the wicked be no more. Praise the Lord, O my soul. Praise the Lord. Psalm 2.10 At the name of Jesus every knee should bow in both heaven and earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. But by myself I have sworn my mouth has uttered in all integrity a word that not be revoked. Before me every knee will bow. By me every tongue will swear. As it is written, as surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me, every tongue will confess to God. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them singing to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever. All right, David, how about take it over? Omnipotence. God is all-powerful, limitless in ability, devoid of human props. God is almighty to save those who believe. To believers, he makes known what is the exceeding greatness of his power. He has the power and will to keep the believer, and nothing can remove us from the earth and until it is the Lord's time. There is nothing too hard for God. There is nothing impossible for God. Psalms 147.5 Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding has no limit. Psalms 93.1 The Lord reigns. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed in majesty and is armed with strength. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. Isaiah 55:11. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Hebrews 7:25. 
Therefore, he is able to save completely those who come to God through him, because he always lives to intercede for them. Ephesians 1.19 And his incomparably great power for us who believe, that power is like the working of his mighty strength. 1 Peter 1, five. Who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time? Jeremiah 32.27 I am the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is anything too hard for me? Job 42.2 I know that you can do all things. No plan of yours can be thwarted. And then Luke 137, for nothing is impossible with God. Let me at this point give you an expanded translation of Daniel 317. O king, supreme ruler of Babylon, if it is our God's desire to deliver us, he is infinitely able to rescue us from the fiery furnace. We know as a fact that our Jehovah God has the power to do whatever he chooses to do. In the expression, he is infinitely able to rescue us, there is an allusion to the faith rest technique. These three young men are mature believers, and they are ready to put their trust in Jehovah God. Deliverance from the most powerful monarch at that time presented no problem to God and Shadrach and Meshach at Abednego knew it. They had his promise, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. These young men, in their response to the king, seem to also recognize duly established secular authority. Therefore, at the end of verse 17 in the KJV, we find the words, O King. Daniel 3.17 If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O King. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego knew the principles of divine institution number four. They acted in a respectful manner to their national leader. However, as born-again believers who knew and obeyed the word of God, they could not respond to this violation of human freedom. Divine institution number one, volition. The state does not have the right to force religion on its citizens just as the spiritual kingdom has no right to force its principles on the state. Accordingly, these believers took a correct stand. Now, for a great testament of faith, let's look at verse 18. Verse 18 says, But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image that you have set up. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego understood the faith rest drill, fixing 
mixing using promises of God with faith. Believing God and God's word had become a way of life for these three young men. These three men, probably about 35 to 37 years of age. Let me quickly review the doctrine of faith rest. You know, it is possible to spend much time in the Word of God and fall apart in a time of great pressure and personal testing. It behooves us to recognize this as fact and review from time to time the drill itself because sudden disaster can bring a believer to a point where he cannot concentrate on doctrine nor perceive that God is in charge. It is therefore important for to know a difference between fear and courage. This means we must be able to recall previously learned doctrine. The coward cannot think under pressure while the man of courage can summon his senses and think of the solution rather than the problem. Concentration is required to learn and apply doctrine under pressure. Fear destroys the ability to concentrate. Adversity, suffering, and disaster all destroy concentration both in learning and applying doctrine. The suddenness of disaster causes panic and hinders the ability to make application of doctrine. The normal reaction to disaster is fear with with fear by the way comes panic however it is abnormal for the mature believer when fear is permitted to continue the Bible has many imperatives relating to fear be fear be strong and courageous be not afraid or terrified of your enemy for the Lord your God goes with you he will never leave you nor forsake you then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the presence of all Israel. Be strong and courageous. You must go with this people into the land that the Lord 
swore to their fathers to give them. And you must divide it among them as their inheritance. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you and hold you, uphold you with my righteous hand. All who rage against you will surely be ashamed and disgraced to those who oppose you. They will be as nothing and perish. Though you search for your enemies, you will not find them. Those who raise war against you will be as nothing at all. For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear. I will help you. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Believers in all stages of spiritual growth will find themselves gripped with fear because of sudden disaster, the loss of prosperity, loss of a loved one, loss of health, loss of work, experiencing critical illness, etc., can all produce fear. Fear makes difficult the recall of biblical principles. The loss, or excuse me, the loss of things we deem valuable produces instant panic and the mind must be stabilized before doctrine can be applied. The solution of the fear problem is found again in the use of the faith rest drill. That is to say, by grasping a promise or several promises, you can stabilize our thinking and facilitate the proper handling of fear. David uses the faith rest technique when he says he will slam his troubles on the Lord. Notice Psalm 56, verse 3. When I am afraid, I will trust. That's the Hebrew word batak. means to slam trouble down. Or it also means hiding in a cave to get away from danger. Meaning a hiding of a cave. The fear of death and the fear of 
or death. Who does that come from, David? That's the devil. From the devil. Psalm 23, verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Hebrews 2.14 Yeah. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil. Hebrews 2.15 And deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Fear and evil cover the land today in the form of fears about a lack of energy, war, depression, revolution, destruction of the environment, inflation. God has delivered us from fear and all forces which motivate fear. Through the faith rest drill, you can and should have a relaxed mental attitude toward all these things. And that concludes lesson number 41 in the book of Daniel. As always, we are so happy you're here with us, and we're happy to have Pastor Merritt back with us today. Look forward to you being here and again with us next week. So, Pastor Merritt, could you close us with a prayer? Father, we are grateful that we can teach the Word. Now, I would ask that you would help us to continue to teach and to teach the way you would have it taught. And David, if there's someone here who doesn't know you as Savior, what advice do you have? <laughs> it's real simple. You may have heard this before. All you got to do, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Come on board. So until next week, so long.